I did after you guys pointed it out. Be, however, 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 I drove yeah. home and then I was talking to Abby. And then, uh, oh, you kept recording? You yeah, I just never took my phone off. I don't, I don't think I said anything. Did I say anything too outrageous? No, you, it sounded good. It was like you guys had a good conversation. Yeah, yeah, we had like a nice fantastic running joke. It was like, yeah, yeah, like, oh, God. Every 12th episode. Just fucking whatever. But hey, we're not doing that. We're more just training ourselves to do the fucking thing. And, like, honestly, the things I want to think about take time to, like, it is a story that we're stitching together, sort of, I guess. Yeah, it's not random, but, like, you know, somewhere in the five minute range. Alright guys, we gotta have a conversation right now. You, Joel, you introduced the topic. Yeah, this is my topic, so, conflict, conflict of interest. Yeah, and this so is my, here, this is what I want to do with this episode. I want you guys to, I want someone to prove to me that there is any valid science out there that is not motivated and that is truly like replicable if you could somehow remove the people's motivation for getting the results that they have. Um, it really know, came about, about that or like the dangers of conflict of interest because like I think I agree with you there, there is no thing you can do without conflict of interest and I have like three topics like off the top of my head here that are great to show the dangers of conflict of interest oh definitely and I want to talk about the dangers of it too but I want to talk about what you can do to not mitigate it because we're even past mitigating it I you know like I said there is I like something about mitigating it but I really want to touch on the fact that and I hate doing this. I put in the notes. I want to talk really briefly about quantum mechanics because people <laughs> fucking love this shit and it's too wooey for me to I don't like to go into it. Because you do things. not need to to explain anything that goes on in the universe that we see. You don't need to use it. But in that case like the observate when you're trying to observe really small particles, right? The very fact of observing it, you cannot ever know how much that particle weighs and what its velocity, meaning where it's going and how fast it's going there. Because in order to do that, you have to detect it. And by detecting it, you fucking change where it's going. You have to put out a magnetic field to either slow it down, speed it up, or throw another particle into it, fucking blow it up to find it. But let me tell you this. You are not fucking leaving nature undisturbed and observing it. You are creating exactly what you're looking for. Okay, so that is on the very basis level of we're smashing atoms together, and that's what's kind of happening, right? I think that was a good description. It's a good description of quantum mechanics, and it's not super relevant all the time. But when you're spending $100 billion and you're spending $10 million a second on electricity, like, those are questions you should really ask before you probably, sma before you smash a lot more so atoms together. So you think it's worthless? <laughs> like, do you think that's like, a waste of time? I don't know. Somebody convince me that it's worthwhile or worthless. Like, why you shouldn't just fucking give up and say you can't fucking know anything? Because it's a slippery slope. Like, Maybe the goal should be to create more conflicts of interest that benefit you. Yeah, that's my thought, you know, like, or, you know what I mean? Like, if you literally, let's say you're sitting above science and you have the grant, or you have the spigot for science money and you can run that water wherever you want, like, shouldn't then, in a weird fucking way, like, magic, shouldn't your intent be the most important thing that you're doing? Like, if whatever you look for you're going to find, shouldn't you look for good shit? Like, I mean, and then at what point, then why do you put philosophers in charge of scientists? So you're trying to apply that idea, that basic idea that you laid out of quantum mechanics to everything in life? And you're saying that you could, no matter what, like your intent, putting out the intent of the universe, you're going to get back what you want? I think it's an interesting take. Yeah. Uh, not, necessarily, not necessarily that's what you're saying. And, and I mean, and I'm cutting to the heart of the woo bullshit about quantum mechanics. And, like, the reality is, like, that maybe you change the outcome of one collision out of a billion, and you have a billion collisions, 
every billionth of a second. I mean, you know what I mean? In reality. But if you take the totality of human experience, you take the actual what we want to think of as an objective reality, again, that number does have significance. Does it have significance in our lives? No. Unless we take those tiny interactions that we're trying to observe and we really start basing our lives on that. Then... I mean, so you don't think, like, if you work somewhere and the boss is, is like, favors somebody or, like, they, I mean, that's their fucking girlfriend, sister or some shit, and they work at the place and they're getting better opportunities than you are. Do you think that's a problem for you in your personal life because you work there and you're missing out on shit? Or maybe being treated differently. Oh, okay, I actually don't think I'm missing out on anything. Whatever the case may be. What the fuck do you call it opportunity anymore? But you know what I'm saying, though. Like I'm just using those words, right? Yeah, of course I do. Like, those things are present and it does affect you, like. You know, of course. You're, like, you know, like you're not really basing your life. It has nothing to do with quantum mechanics. None of this has anything to do with quantum mechanics. This just has to do with <laughs> uncertain science, and when you start taking Bro. down a real sensitive level, <laughs> how much about, your intention, or even your not intention... We're talking about a conflict of Like, even if you're getting paid by someone, like, at some point, you're going to have to show your science to somebody who's writing your fucking paycheck, and, like, you are... When you're in the lab, that will affect you, like... And you're looking at, like, a pipette, and it's like... Is this a hundredth of a milliliter or a 99th? Like, I don't care how fucking, like, you in your own mind, you're like, I am an objective scientist, but, like, every, it some changes your reality. Like, you literally look at that thing, and if it's better for your job and your profession for it to be below the line, you'll be like, the glass will always be half empty for you. And it won't be your fault. I mean, and, so? in any so what trying to make? So, my point is, like, we obviously, first of all, need to, like, check each other, but... That doesn't work, though. And I have a good example of how it doesn't work. Because often, especially in science, that you have a group of people that want the same goal. You know, if there's people that want to try to counter in that group, right? A good, a good example is I, um, there's a, there's a pretty famous example of the guy who's a, at this point, a pretty well-known, uh, basically magician slash, um, like, medium. He now, though, like, does things to basically debunk people that try to rip people off. But uh, he, I forget his name at the moment, but he was him and a friend were in part of the study that had um, that was this group that was trying to understand like paranormal activity. And he said that he could like bend spoons. That he oh, could, Yuri Geller? I think so. And he could talk to the dead. And the scientists were trying to like uh, prove that it was real. And they had all these rules set so that he couldn't mess with the science. But because they so badly wanted to prove their hypothesis correctly, he was very easily um, able to manipulate them into letting him uh, into the workshops without them so he could tamper with the, the metal, the spoons, or whatever the other things he was trying to like rig so that he could look to be um, psychic or look to that he had like otherworldly powers. And he goes on to talk about how for, I think it was like two years, he just messed with these scientists basically completely screwing up their science. He said he felt bad towards the end of it and throughout it, but basically he was proving that that if um, if you don't actually hold true to your own standards and hold true to the rules that you set because you so badly want to have happen what you are setting up to seek in that own conflict of interest of uh, do you want to actually prove the truth or do you want what you Confirmation want to be the Confirmation bias is, what yeah. is well, exactly. exactly the words we're, yeah. is exactly what we're talking about That's, here. And Joel kind of said whole, that as well. Yeah, and I'm on that. I'm on confirmation bias. But I'm on something deeper and more, less conscious than that. 
that probably affects people who are objective, feel objective, probably work at, a un at an institution that on the surface maybe seems objective. I'm saying like if you work for the National Institute of Health, like you definitely still are approving and reading studies that somewhere you got a boss that, you know what I mean? And like you subconsciously want to do well for that person. So you will turn it, like, you'll fuck up your own brain, like, instead of being reasonable, do you, you know? Do you think that confirmation bias affects truths of facts? Yeah, because like, like I was saying, like, they were... Really? Well, you know what I mean by that? We're like, talking about soft point. shit nah, like okay, this, okay, yeah? Like, okay, like, I'm saying, like, my, like... I'll make a statement, I guess one of the easiest statements is, like, all, all bachelors are unmarried. My perception of the world doesn't really change that, does it? I mean, unless we change oh, the definition yeah, so I get of the that. word. Right. But I'm saying, does confirmation bias play into that? Of course, uh, yes. I mean... Really? Yeah. 100%. Because you then look for outliers. You look to stretch what you define as an outlier to then prove that either you're right or you're wrong. Like, you, if you are not conscious of your bias, right, and you're actually allowing your bias to take over, it, it filters what you're seeing. So there's no inherent truths? I'm not saying that at all, but I'm, you're, you're asking if your confirmation bias affects your ability to see the inherent truth, right? Yeah. So, so I'm like, saying if you're... There might be an inherent truth, but, like, because 2 plus 2 is 4, no matter what you want it to be or what you, you know, perceive it to be, there are objective truths in the world. Math is a great example. It's maybe one of the best. But if you want to believe it's not, you could twist your own logic and twist your own thoughts into believing that it's not. Does it make it true or does it make it so? You can be wrong with your own confirmation bias, but you can still twist things in a way... Where you can open the door of it being wrong because you want it to be, even if, whether that makes it wrong or not. It, even if you're completely wrong or partially wrong. Exactly. <coughs> well, on that, that point, people think that math is objective, and it is. But the problem with stats, which is kind of what we're talking about, is how are people influencing the stats? Is there's user bias that goes into collecting data, and so that's why what they're talking about makes sense because since there's that user bias in the data collection itself that's where the human error and the human bias comes in regardless i would go statistics are at this point to me um objectively so theoretically don't let me forget this point though i have a point to this about, about a just is about filtering well don't forget it i won't forget it statistics i would go are awful almost at their basis um from the way that they're asked to the way that they're used to the Oh, like you're saying, the way the data is collected, even um, you can twist a statistic in almost any way to make it say what you want it to say. Um, I've seen a that's not statistics. That's language. Like statistics. no, no statistics. I, you can look at cause if I, you I, show a different graph that's still like speaking a different language. It's not like statistics yeah. is bad for no. Like, statistics are terrible for for society. If I'm being honest, no. The statistics isn't the problem there. It's fucking how it's presented. It's, okay, it's entirely it's, a language problem. Correct. Like it, math as I, a language. I agree. Okay, what, no, okay, what statistics does is it breaks down a natural barrier. No, no, no. no I would, okay, but here's the problem. But statistics is, like, it's like we're, we're, we're looking at numbers, right? So, like, like and comparisons, correct? And, and, and this is, like, what's true. Like, the comparison and the contrast is what's true, right? I would argue that statistics aren't true. I would argue that statistics are, are lies most of the time. You look. You can look at, because um, I personally I've seen a bunch of different statistics on the on one topic. What the one I bring up the most because it's it's what opened my eyes to how biased they can be is, um, the rate of which um, high schoolers are having sex, um, in high school, 
where they don't want high schoolers to have sex because it uh, looks bad on a high school, right? It was something like 20% of high schoolers are having sex. And then I had a college class where they had the same statistic, like same wording, right? Um, There's nothing that should have been inherently different with the statistic. It said 80% are having sex. So there was a massive yeah. disparity between the two, right? In college, they don't have that same bias or same want to dis- what was the difference? So you said that one place said that 20% of them were having sex. Yep. And one per- place had 80% of them were having sex. Yes. Same I people? I don't think that that's the same population. statistics. They're literally making up a number. Like, it's not like Just take that. statistics right. at its core. It's but I'm saying that is statistics at its core. Look at the way it's used. Maybe maybe in, in the most, um, like, utopic version of statistics, they're, they're fine. But in, t- in the way our world is today, the way our world has been historically, statistics are used to prove points. And the, because of that, uh, right. people uh, twist always. that. Like, right, and you can't at their at their barest bones. Sure, they're numbers, but you can't get a pure statistic almost at all because of they're almost almost always used to push a narrative. I think you it can goes back to you can get any number on a statistic you want. Right, by you the but you can you can manufacture yourself and get a number on the statistic and then yeah, but you yourself, but your own internal bias, right? What you're looking conflict for. of interest. Not if you go into it with the, the thought that you don't know the answer. If you want it to be a specific answer, you might influence it. Even like subconsciously. Hey, hey now we're cooking. I That's like my point. Though. I think what, I think you. I think it's extremely like hard to get rid of your form own. of statistics that you can use just for yourself. If you, I think it's a unicorn. Not to, I don't can, think can you give an example? One at a time. Drake, give an example. Like, like a pure form of statistics. Like, like just kind of like conditioning, bro. Like if you always see crashes at a certain intersection, like you're gonna be more wary at that intersection. Like you didn't. You're not like. Oh, I bet this is going to be a dangerous intersection. And then you start seeing crashes. Like, it's not like confirmation bias. Like, you just use it in, like, everyday life. I don't do any, like, tricks. But that wouldn't make it a more dangerous intersection than any other intersection. Like, that's a di- you could say this intersection has 100 times more crashes than B intersection, but that doesn't make it true. Like, our own personal story, our personal anecdotes have zero um, so once I try meaning to on, on actual statistics. I, I have a personal anecdote. I'm trying to make it <laughs> have some meaning. It doesn't. I'll be right. I'm just saying, like, historically, they don't mean anything. Like, they just don't because of your own personal situation. Okay. You can't use them in arguments. Like, how about scientifically, how it, they are, they're completely useless. Use them in how about how it affects society at large <laughs> instead of just the statistics themselves? Because, I mean, when I was... Dude, when I was working at uh, the middle school and... COVID was going on, a lot of kids were failing or, like, doing, like, really bare minimum work, and because they, I imagine the schools didn't want to have a bunch of kids either repeating grades or in summer schools, a lot of them just pushed kids through for two years. Right, right, so, like, the data, their test scores aren't true, like, yeah. so that's my point about filters, though, because now we have the information where we can give you a survey, and then also just bug your phone, so find out what you actually say versus what you do. So there are certainly filters out there where you can filter out at least the respondent bias if you're talking about survey information, but that is so specific to the type of survey, type of, and it's always customers because who's funding all of these surveys? It's they're all retail funded surveys by places that are just trying to make more money. So it's fucking garbage. It's literally like persuasion. Yeah, right. The fucking like the science itself is literally to sell the salesman. Like it's all. It's a that's a house of cards. The but, science but, represented, but, not the science. That's why I'm saying I don't really know how well the science works because there is no nonprofit. Of you it. mean the science translated? At no. How large, well does this? How well does this filter work? Like, where you could take a Cosmo survey and literally take an algorithm and be like, look at, and you get real information about the people that put that survey, just by no, with no knowledge whatsoever, just algorithmically, like, 
when people say this, they actually do this. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you don't fucking put in any more... But it, it's... You, you but, know. It, but, in, but, but, like, Dude, in that sense, good, like, like, what makes that not true? We right? had a crazy... Like, okay, well, so that... Only so at this moment? That cleans up your data. It, it double-blinds your data, in I, a way. I had a crazy debate years ago for hours dude it was this all this absolute power corrupt absolutely and two people me and another person thought that that was true but the other person would not concede just on the pure fact that i'm going back to your algorithm thing like you can't 100 percent guess what a person's going to do because they don't know because just because of your confirmation bias you know what i'm saying right even if you have all billions of like you've got two billion uh data points on different people around the earth but that you know three billion person yeah but you, you know, know right you know you never know it's not certain for 100 percent, but exactly. you know a lot of these things though the algorithms though are used for people to make a lot of money yeah they're not they they're do. not that so they're not that sophisticated yeah they're, but yeah but like they work though like you can predict a lot like of like a shit. shovel and works. you can also the bias it's is not a bare. good tool for brain surgery you know it's like it's like they're influencing and they're influencing people to do things, but they're also predicting what people are going to do, and which is why, like, those tools are making so much money. Yeah, so I think the question is, like, in practice, what's actually happening? And, sure, statistics on their own as a mathematical thing, like, to your point, um, they're just math. But I think what we're, what we're talking about is how, at the end of the day, there is some sort of human... Exactly. Part of it, yeah. well, you know, like, and like, then you bring up like, like this you point were saying. Where it's like, is profit like a, a big like motivator in all these different conflict of interests, for example? Most certainly. Most it's, definitely. It's just I mean, like, that's it's, like the creator of conflict of interest. Like, if somebody wants you to do something that you don't want to do and they pay you enough money, then you'll do it. Like, you can conflict your own interests for money. You guys, you'll conflict a bunch of people's interests. And then they'll distract you and make you mad at your the person they're also screwing over so that instead of looking where you should, you're squabbling with fucking the person you shouldn't be, that's you should be brothers in arms with is what, and it's what happens to us all the fucking time. Yeah. I think a great you can't, It's hard to live outside of your own time. You know what I'm saying? A great example of something I wanted to bring up today because it just happened was the PGA and the Live uh, Golf Group merging. Um, do you guys follow, do you guys know, have you seen anything about that? I heard one headline. I'm so, not. Okay, so you guys know what PGA is, right? It's like the... PGA Golf? Two, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like, the, it's like, what is it it's like yeah. the biggest golf organization right now. It's like the most right. legit one. Live is a, I think it's Live Vegas or... I'll jump in. It's an association of baby murdering oil drinkers. Okay. They drink oil that's and they drown okay. babies. It, no, no. I but they, they, they like golf. No, no, no. He's not wrong. It is. It's backed by Saudi <laughs> money and the Saudi prince and... Right. It's, I don't it, know. It's, it's, I don't know if it's really that bad. No, it is. No, it, no, it is. Oh. Like, that's the how, the how you get painted. I'm, and I'm actually jumping in on your side here. No, saying, no, like, like, that's, that's how they get thrown out there. The but, Live Golf is kind of gross. But so more so what they actually... like. They are that like in the background. But what they are more publicly is they are... Um, the like the second biggest competitor right now to the PGA Tour, um, or as they were for the last couple of years, they've been uh, basically poaching a lot of the top golfers to do their courses and to take onto like their tours, which right. have been um, a big con like, conflict with the golf. Um, and the, where the conflict of interest comes in is PGA has been uh, basically telling its I won't play in Dubai. golfers not to join their group, right? Oh. They, 
they because they like tiger, biggest one is tiger i forget the other guy's name but the live golf offered tiger a hundred or 800 million dollars rory mcelroy was like a quarter of a million he was like, like 250 yeah. million dollars so, so how do they prevent that they just told him not to they're like hey you're part of the pga we're paying you don't you you can't do you couldn't do both. You're now let's like, not hold Tiger Woods up as the most moral human being ever, but this guy, <laughs> out of his morals, turned down eight hundred million dollars, which they, should be nodded to. If he, if he really wanted to, if they, he, he could have taken asked, that money. They would they would they would have made it a cool bill. I don't know. They would have made it a billion if yes. That's what I was yeah. trying to say. But here's what the uh, big I think problem is. Something else going on there. No, no, it was basically that PJ is where he's made his living. PJ is where he's known for. And the, and the, what they said was live is risky. You don't want to be a part of them. They can collapse at any moment. They're, they don't have that history that PGA has. He has his name, They're, though. What? He's Tiger Woods. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Like, where's the check coming from? Are they sure it's going to cash? Are they sure it's going to go? Things like that. Like, sponsorships. Like, he, and he, it's all, and, Anybody's and going to sign him. He's Tiger Woods. He's like LeBron James. Like, it doesn't matter what the fuck. Sure, but he, the, anyway. the fact is he didn't do it, right? Yeah. And he okay. turned down a $800 million dollar check from that to, to not do it because the PGA asked him not to for a litany of reasons. This last week, Liv just or um, PJ just bought out Liv, and they combined. So it's a massive. People are now going, oh, so you told, you know, uh, Roy, you told Tiger not to join these for massive paychecks. And all but people now who you're joined to... are like right back in the fold on the PGA. Like now are like headlined, same as they never left, except for they're fucking a hundred million dollars richer. Exactly, and. There's a lot of people coming out and, like you were saying, how they are awful. The money is backed by some pretty terrible people. Um, there's a activist group that is like supporting and like made up of families of 9/11, and they're livid about it because a lot of the money that ta- um, funded that is now it is part of the same like. Um, it's the Saudi prince and the murdered journalist. Like it's that guy. Oh, Jamal like, Khashoggi. Yeah, the guy, the prince who like literally hand ordered that murder. It's his money. Like, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, it is. Yep. And and he's the guy. Like, let's fucking not just say the Saudis. Whatever that sheik's name is. He's, he's the a one Saudi who, prince. That, that's the Saudi, he's a prince. Yeah, he has. His, he's the one who has... Let's call the fucker by name. Like, whatever his name is. Dipshit. No, Sultan <laughs> Dipshit. But right? basically, you want to talk about conflict of interest, right? Like, PJ was saying how awful this group was, how you right. can't do it. But then when it came beneficial to them, they're like, well, actually... Fuck all the things we told you guys not to do. We're going to do the exact same thing. Somebody starts preaching to you, fucking put both hands on your wallet. Actually, put one hand on your fucking, so they're not, like, feeling you up. But you know what I mean? Like, that, yeah. any, anytime someone starts talking about your morals, they're about to take your money or fucking try to fuck you. Like, that's what, that's just what it is, man. I don't know why. And it's, it's only, it's almost in every industry, though. Like, just on a quick sh- aside, it's just, like, the same thing in, uh, like, modern rap industry. It's a, it's a lot of rumor-based shit. But, um, like, you want to portray this hard gangster rap, drug selling. Speaking like, about conflict I'll... of interest, though, has any, have any of you guys looked up that fucking letter, that huh? famous... That, the letter U? Nah, I've not looked that up, man. Private this prisons. This 21st letter, What you were saying? I'll talk about private prisons in the hip-hop industry. Yeah, that's oh, really, I'll really talk about one. that. <clears throat> that's like, speaking speaking of conflicts of interest, that's, going, like, man. real. That's super real. Just, like, a big old mega corporation owns private prisons and, like, record labels, and they're, like... Wait a minute. These, there's these work together. Money over here. Use the word synergy. Just, then it sounds nice. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. That's how they like sleep at night, probably. Yeah. See, so you'd call that a conflict of interest for the community, but not for the industry. That's not a conflict of interest. You're you don't. Okay. The hip hop community probably doesn't want large swaths of poor Af- African American people going to prison for whatever. It is a conflict of interest. Because they're getting targeted slash not. Oh yeah. Oh, I hear In good areas. And, uh, you know, I don't think that 
it's a conflict. I don't, I don't think that people at the top of the, that chain are crying when those. What if those gym. companies are literally owned by our fucking parents and their pension funds? Because like, that's who I really mean, they, owns those companies. Why would they cry people in jail? I mean, if you want to talk about conflict of interest, bro, you go to work help. Well, whatever taxes you pay, like by proxy goes in funding the Ukraine war, bro. So you're against that. Yeah. I mean, another conflict of interest we're talking about business is look at. Um, it's something I've heard recently. I guess I can't say it's one hundred percent. I know it for sure. But um, one of the biggest things that people are saying is uh, the reason for a lot of the like LGBTQ like um, advertisements. Even though you've seen that like Target and Bush right now, where they've had massive backlash, and the reason that like companies aren't going to stop or um, like the reason they'll keep doing their advertisements and they can see that it can hurt their like bottom line isn't necessarily their belief in that community or their wanting to have a, a equality push it's more though they're all backed by um like blackwater and the massive banking industry so even if their top dollar gets hit a little bit um most of their insurance money and their like, corporate money is in these gigantic corporation banks mm. and it's a conflict of interest a little bit to where they clearly don't see their consumer wanting necessarily that product or that line of advertisement but it doesn't matter because they've you know they lose a couple of billion to consumer, it'd be way harder of a hit to them to have their banking, who's the actual people pushing it behind the. It's a little conspiracy theory, right? But it's the the people that actually own. It's like one of the four companies that actually owns yeah, the it's other twelve companies. Obvious at this point. Not State Street, like conspiracy theory. BlackRock Investments, yeah, Vanguard, and who else? Those are the three big ones I can think. Right, of. and they, they're the ones. And State actually Street and BlackRock it. have been around for thirty years. Vanguard's newer, but. I did a deep dive into this when I was in my 20s and discovered that no one had ever heard of them yet. Like, this is good. Like, I remember being, like, State Street Investments and, like, are you telling me this fucking world's run out of a goddamn strip mall in fucking New Jersey? Yeah, apparently. And all of, out of the world's money supply? Um, I'm going to guess that a good half of it is run by fucking um, BlackRock's fucking algorithm. It's called Aladdin. It's fucking super simple. You can run it on your phone. And it literally, when they wanted to put money back into the economy in 2008, you know, when they gave the when they gave the government when the government was like, here's eight billion dollars, fix the economy. How did they decide where that money went? Do you know? Does anyone know? Because I know. BlackRock was like, hey, we BlackRock was like, hey, and some fucking intern went over to a computer, was like clickety click, and it gave them a list of amounts to deposit and accounts to deposit in. And at that point, it was already a black box to those fucking assholes. So fuck that. That was in 2008. So this is a piece of software, and that controls twenty-four trillion or so dollars, well, which is half of the world's yeah. money supply, and that is a pretty much also coincidentally the exact value. If you took every American, our net worth is right around that. Like it's literally a fucking web. It's our. It's all we're in. It's like a bat, right? Like you know how you play who can have the last finger on the bat? Well, it's like there's 300 million people with trying to keep one finger on the fucking bat at this point. You know what I mean? Like there are a few people though that are fucking in reality gripping there the that are gripping the fucking thing like this. You know what I mean? Not be because good, they have voted. They they don't even take ownership. They that'd don't. Be a good political they have actually like skated out of ownership. They own like the people who control BlackRock. They don't really even own it. They own the voting shares, so they go to the board meetings of they pick the board of directors for these companies. Like, they just they, shortcut all of it. They don't have to own any of it. They don't have to do anything except for choose the leadership. Well, they probably own it. Hire the leadership, the like system. under like they have a contract to BlackRock to be like, hey, fuck up this company. 
running into the ground. I don't think they would do that. And like, all of it. I mean, the university money, the public, every fucking city's municipal bonds are tied up in these funds. Like, it is not just public, it's not just private money, it's public money too. It's a lot of money. So do you guys think that the issues that come with conflict of interest is just human nature, or is there a potential, like, systemic solution? Well, and this? this is my weird thesis, <clears throat> is that that is the systemic solution. It is such a fucking sludgy mess that you're almost like, we're all fucking stirring up the same shit to a certain level, but there is still always that elite string puller. Now, my only thought is that however you slice up all the people on this planet, will we always fucking organize ourselves that way anyway? I mean, there like, has if to you be fucking, Like, let's say we all literally started with equal bank accounts, we're equally good looking, everything is this reset to zero. How long would it take for it to get, would it be, would it get back to this way? Dude, like, I Well, mean, it's a cultural uh, thing. Yeah. I mean, a hierarchy is... Does it have yeah. to be a hierarchy? Or is it, it what? Is or is it naturally a hierarchy? Or is a hierarchy... Or are you saying a hierarchy is more beneficial? If you gave me 100,000 kids and brainwashed them all into thinking that no man left behind, like, we're going to make sure everybody's health care, food, housing's taken care of, and convinced them all that that was possible and gave them the resources to do it... I would have a society of 100,000 kids who all got each other's back. In my opinion, I don't think that it would have like to go a to a no hierarchy. Child left like, maybe there'd be leadership. I would, I would say this, though. When, how, has that ever, how has that ever worked for any communist country ever? It uh, just doesn't. It's like, not necessarily communist. Yeah, no, that's it's not, not a good point. All right, it's the like, the U.S. literally <laughs> hates these countries, bro. But, okay, what, US, no, 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 let me say this, though. What, cause it, how, do you, how is it not communism when it's everything is taken care of for you, you all work together? That's basically the... It's a lack of technology. I think automation, AI, is going to start to carry the load of a lot of problems that they used to see. And what, in my personal opinion, I think every time society evolves, it's because we got a little bit more empathetic. You know, we stopped dehumanizing slaves and we said, these are people. They're going to slowly. And look at well, how the hard only that way was. that society then, got to that point. And then we're going to say that women are able to vote. You know, women didn't have the right to get their own credit card until the 70s. Like, this is still recent shit. And, like, and, 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 and then all you can extrapolate it, continue it and be like, as a vegan, I'm like, damn, in 100 years, are we going to look back and be like, oh, shit, we should have been more empathetic to animals. And in and a so lot of that's ways. that's the way I look at it is, as our technology evolves, that allows us to become more empathetic, and then that's going to lead to... And we're rough on our altogether. we are rough on our parents, but if you look at if they carried the rock of humanity, mm. they carried over some rough terrain, man. Like they carried it away. Oh yeah. I would argue, like yeah, you know I mean, they weren't empathetic to slaves. I feel like it was like almost like a business, a better yeah, business decision. Yeah, it was decision. a business decision. Right. Yeah. Like like quite obvious. I uh, think I don't want to simplify They were that they've been seal, right, weird, and you can tell yeah, because okay. like if you read the like read read Jefferson, read fucking Ham. Well, Hamilton was like, but I mean the like. Right, the education and the minds of those slaves are in, they weren't just using them for field work, like they were stealing their intellectual property too and at the, the time. Uh, like, you know what on. I mean? Like, they were like, you know, I, I, I guarantee you, Eli Whitney didn't invent shit. Some fucking slave of his invented all of it. I mean, I'm oh, yeah. not a million the, to one shot, he did it himself. You know what I mean? The, he definitely didn't do it himself. I would think that's right, a little though. disingenuous. Yeah. And it's hard. I think that's so, an odd take, but that's just me. Yeah. So potentially, the empathy that I talk about needs to be forced because there's so many people that <laughs> were pro slavery. Yeah, I didn't mean empathy. I meant slavery. So you force empathy, though. You think well, that's, but you can't, you can't force people to. Hold up, hold up, hold up. You think that slavery. 
ended because of empathy. That's a very interesting point. I, I do. I disagree. I think it was. Kind of, I disagree? think it was conflict of interest. <laughs> it was definitely industrial conflict of interest, and uh, guns dysentery was a huge factor too. But in those, well, those in that a order, minority ruled slave class with way too much power, or you know, workers. You know, capitalism won out, man. Not slavery. So how do you, well, how, how so? Okay. I'm saying you could no, pay wouldn't, wouldn't some... it have been way better from a capitalist standpoint to have free labor than not to have free labor? Would it be better to have cheap labor or no labor? No, because a capitalist requires a free consumer. Labor is they, than it needs either. a consumer society, but, so you need wages. Dude, but when you, you increase would... production with more, even if you're paying. So now you're like a potentially earning more. The, Making someone do free labor. How much more are you hey, earning? Might be hurting speaking of how advanced we are so about slave labor, anyone exactly. want to care to mention what the prison population in America is? I was going to get there. Hold well, yeah, I, was yeah, literally, okay, I was literally going to get there. That's, that's, what I was, that's what I was saying. Well, is, it, is it easier to just fucking keep every person a slave or arrest people that, that are doing... Is that a conspiracy theory? Huh? No, it's not. It's literally what happened. People, that, I, that's that's uh, on the books. You can be a slave if you are a prisoner. Yeah, they pay them. They pay My company pays them ninety cents a day, and they get a tax break. That's why they don't hire us. That's why we don't have. That's why they don't hire people locally. They turn like the runaway slave department into the police department, into like the sheriff's department. I've heard that, bro. Like, like it was just like, ah, dude, we're switching systems. Like, capitalism's a little better, guys. Let's like, let's give them a chance and then put them in jail. Let's give white people a chance to be slaves too. Like Paul, did Paul? Did you know that? But still, mostly black people. Paul, did you know that, uh, like, when they, like, in a lot of southern states, when they released the slaves, that uh, it was illegal to be a vagrant, so, like, or not have a job, so you release your slave, and then, like, they get arrested, and then immediately, and and that's why I think it's hard for us to understand, because this takes multiple generations, and I don't, like, so, at least where, where I went to school, is that was all that was preached to me as a kid, is how could you ever enslave somebody just because the color of their skin how and then every little kid was like yeah how would that yeah, that's, happen you know i'm 24 that's right and so yeah you're just like and, you're and like, that's what it was it was empathy and it's just generation after generation after generation yeah and that's you, why there's going to be more generations of vegans and more and more and it's just going to keep expanding I would, okay I'll, and that's, that's the way i'll talk about yeah no, i don't, no, don't want to go on too many no, subjects no, 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 I, okay. I, would, I would say it's not more empathetic to be a vegan i just think that's a ridiculous thing to say how but hear me out but how is it more empathetic to be a Let's bring it back. No, no, let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Please be I'm bringing it back to your point. It's a sentient being. We could talk about that in another session. Do you ever kill a spider? I just convinced my dad to start using live traps instead of I try not to kill anything ever. Anyway, Paul's essentially saying that he's like he like he's saying that when he learned about slavery, he was experiencing that. Learning experience, and you thought he, about it as a point. He, he was experiencing. He was experiencing empathy there. So like he's saying that the generations growing up are their their understanding through sl- like the explanation of slavery to them and the questions that they're being asked. They're experiencing that empathy, not that slavery ended because of empathy at all. You know what I mean? So yeah, right. that's what Paul's saying. So like, I don't think you disagree with that point. No, not particularly. I'm just saying more in the sense of... Uh, it's... I don't think that that was the sole reason. 
don't know. I just think it's. I, I, I actually know. think it's. I think it's. I think it's far from. So what? what but like, you take my example then. When they were teaching us as kids, like when we were at our most like malleable as kids learning about this. In your opinion, <laughs> what do you think was the most convincing argument besides empathy? I'm not disagreeing that empathy wouldn't convince you to not hate black people, especially if your parents aren't already racist and teaching you those values. I'm just saying that I don't think that the societal changes that happened back over 100 years ago had anything to do with, I mean, obviously some slave owners like, oh yeah, I feel bad for these guys, I'm dying, here you go, here you can have my land. Yeah, I'm sure there were some cases of that, I'm sure there were some cases of people being freed, but when you get... A bunch of people that are like running away, telling these fucking so if horror you were stories, like a progressive and then, like, wanting to fucking come and rescue people. I don't know. Yeah, and like I don't, I don't want to come off wrong, like unempathetic, obviously, because I think the problems that slavery caused are still relevant today, and they've led to generational problems and things like that. But I also don't want to discount a lot of the people who came up with solutions back in the day. You know, there's a term for people who went against. The, the slavery movement called abolitionists. Yeah, there's absolutely. a lot of white people and people of all races in that movement. So I think it's, I think <coughs> ultimately their solutions well, you think that was all won empath- out because that's that what was, I'm learning today, all, 100 years later. Sorry. Was that all empathy based though? No, I don't think it was. Absolutely. I think it was more empathy based than self. Religion had a huge role in it. It was definitely a part of, part of like Protestantism for sure. It was definitely like all about. I mean, Protestantism was just about making life suck for everyone. So I feel like they were just jealous that life didn't suck. You know, like I don't know what, how to explain it. Like, any are you saying better. they didn't suck for slaves? Life didn't suck for slaves? Is that no, what, not, that's, no, that's what not the Protestants. No, they were saying they wanted to make it suck worse for everyone. Like, I mean, not, not they were they had no intention of making life better I'll, for slaves. They just wanted to make everyone's life shittier. I would agree the hate got the hate lessened, but the hate is still present. And, and that's uh, what I was just about to say. And uh, it's hate, man. and uh, the goddamn. That's a great. Okay, I think that's, another, that's a topic I would love to do on another day because I would. I think, I think it's a really good discussion we could have. I, but I don't think. I think we're getting a little far away I'm from conflict, back of interest. To conflict of interest. Yeah, do it. Paul, bro, they talk about empathy in school or like, just taught you a certain way that was like, okay, we should end slavery once we like grow up. Well, I guess you guys didn't end slavery, but they taught you like certain things in school, but. There's like conflict of interest in schools now too, and there is that like kind of like hatefulness for people who like aren't oh. empathetic. There's too many people, bro. They're in, too, in charge of too much money, and they just don't care. And they like have some say of what people get taught in schools. So I feel like it's kind of like a oh, absolutely, fucking race like again like empathy and some other factor that's like nah, let's not let these guys like fuck up our system that we got going. Because we've been focusing pretty much exclusively, uh, not entirely, uh, on financial conflicts of interest, but. I think this whole point kind of illustrates that there's non-financial conflicts of interest, and the people in power almost made a conflict of interest among people with different skin. Like, oh, there's a group of black people, there's a group of white people. Yeah. They have a conflict of interest because these people want this thing, these people want another thing, so it's more just those people in power exploiting those conflicts. Or financially, keeping the wage low. Like, all right, so they, like, bring in people from Mexico, like, whatever. Like, that's been a classic, like, the United Fruit Handbook literally was, like, when you're in Ecuador, you bring in fucking workers from Puerto Rico and Puerto Rico. You know what I mean? Like you, and then they get at odds with the local population, and it's better the more opposite their skin color, just so they can tell each other apart, so they can hate each other. I think it doesn't even matter <clears throat> if they disagree with each other or anything. I think it's, I think it's just like on a base, on a basic level, like you can get along with somebody or 
different groups and all this other shit like that. But at the end of the day, I feel like, you know, you you still have an idea in your head, like, you know, this is who I am over here. You know what I mean? Like, and we all do. And, and, like, not even, like, yes, on an individual level, but, like, on, like, the, you know, the people who are, like, on like if you have a nation, you know what I mean? Like, this comes through, like, just, like, in the group. Like, like, it's just there. So, like, there's that biases that we have just by coming from different places and shit like that. You know what I mean? But, like, not, I think that's what it is. Like, that's, you know, yeah. That's yeah. Joel, I have a question. Just to kind of, like, make sure we're still on track. I know that we've been all over the place, but conflict of interest is a broad topic. I appreciated, like, all the uh, ideas. Mm-hmm. But you said that you wanted us to prove something to you. I think that would be a good conclusion. Prove that it's, po- I mean, that it's worth our time to uh, still, like... In the beginning, you asked the question... Uh, something about you, can you change the or can you remove the motivations that people have is that you asked that question in the beginning no uh, does that have anything to do about what you wanted to be proved I mean them? how do you legitimize based I don't I don't mean to say this in like a, I mean like how do you convince like a scientist though that there is like this conversation outside of the lab is more important than what they're looking for in the lab at the end of the day and I'm a pragmatic motherfucker as it gets you know what I mean but since we can't, let's just admit we can't manage conflict of in- interest. Um, that that being said, doesn't our intent become that much more important before we even embark upon a thing of study? Let me put it this way, and this is a really inflammatory thing, and I've seen this like phrase this way before, but let's say you're a researcher and you hit upon some knowledge, you're running a data research study, and you just find out, black people are dumber than white people, right? Like it's scientifically it statistically? proven. Based statistically proven, right? Proven, right? Statistically. Statistically. Right? Hypothetically. Hypothet- this, is a, this, this is a, no, no, no. This is a saying, hypothetical, right? I'm okay. saying on average, if you were to say Do one, you teach that in every school you go to, if it's what? true? No, no, hold up. What? Now, there's what? The, no, that's I, what I'm, I'm talking about, I'm conflict to, of interest let, and let ethics. The, let me get the differentiation there, Joel. Are you saying that if I picked out one random average white person, one random average black person, that those two averages are going to be lower, or that white people have a higher capacity... And black people. Yeah, no, I'm just talking about literally skin pigment. The darker you are, like the lower, like lower the capacity. So right, exactly. Like very simple science. Like not, not, not. I for for the sake of this hypothetical argument, I want to remove. By the way, you're canceled for even just saying that. You never have a Ugandan doctor. I mean, if you do not consider that this is a possibility, how can you really be doing science though? I mean, honestly, how can you be said to be doing science? I'm not saying that's true, but if you don't really consider that that's an option of what you find, and you're not willing to accept that that's a possibility, <laughs> then what the fuck are you even looking for? I think that's a really Americanized way of thinking about science. <laughs> I guess. How so? I, mean, how so? I, yeah, how uh, so? I think culturally, we are a little bit more individualistic. We're a little bit more patriarchal. We're really interested in figuring out what the solution is like yeah we're interested in sports we're interested in competing who's the best we're the best you know america number one right i think not every place is like that no i don't know how their science is done i'm sure we could find a million isn't isn't science yeah and i am talking about i'm looking through the american lens we're talking about american science i'm not so so i think it depends on what i think the answer to your question then is what is the goal of our science is it to prove that somebody else is smarter than someone else or is it to say that we want to raise them without pitting them against each other. Right. Exactly. No, 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 hold on, hold on. That's not science at all, though. That'd be political. That'd be, you know, 
that would be more socio-economical or psychology, psychology more. But at the end but of the day, because like, that's where you would start. The I mean, science, that's fair. That's a fair point. Because science isn't about whether or not, um, like, it's not about winning or losing, right? Like, because his thing isn't. It, who's even to say if you're smarter, you're better or not? Like, honestly, some of the, like some of the smartest people are some of the most creative people Subjective. are some of the most unhappy people. Um, no words. I'm not saying that. Obviously, you don't want to be dumb. Obviously, being smart has a um, a lens of being better. But at the end of the day, it's not about winning or losing. You could also interpret it over of who has a higher athletical um, probability. Who you know, you, you yeah. can find it in different. You can because we framed it in that way. You can think of a positive or negative. What if it is black people are smarter than white people on average? Like it, it's not about even being right or wrong. It's not about being good or bad. It's about the subjective truth. What is true and what is not. So like. I think with what you're saying, right? Like, and I actually you know, phrased that in a way that was completely good or bad. Like, no, I was really like, fine. Like, you know what I mean? If like, you have a subjective <laughs> truth that I mean, is I like, good or bad. I oversimplified it a little bit. No, 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 but I like but, that, though, because think about it this way. If you have a subjective truth that is thought of as a good thing but or a bad thing, right, and in a lens that would be um, controversial, why should that not be taught just because it's controversial? Just because it would make people's feelings hurt? If it's a subjective truth, if it's an absolute truth, if it's a two plus two equals four, just because some people would maybe their feelings are hurt that two plus two is four. You're saying that if they why should that not be, still be taught? That black people are worse than white people. That we should or black teach people are better than white people. I'm not saying either way. You think we yeah. should teach it in school? I don't think. Yes, we should start at the science. Also, but I'm not saying I'm not saying that exact example. Like I'm saying they should. I'm saying truth in science should always be taught as truth in science, no matter the outcome of it. You know, it doesn't matter whose feelings you're hurting or like. Who's going to necessarily even be hurt by it? Mm-hmm. it, it just because if you say, you say, yeah. gravity hurts people every day, but things that's... fall and hit people. Should you not teach gravity? Like things are fact and things are not fact. We even math, especially it, like, right now, not... is, there's a weird narrative that math is subjective in the last five years being taught some places. Like it's just not. Math is a hard science. I think when it comes to the world of science, there is no room for feelings. There is no room for subjectivity. It is objective truth. It's objective truth. I think think you should teach the the correct things when you teach them. But you you also have to decide which things to teach as well. I disagree. Somebody everything. I disagree because think about it. Think um, 50 years ago, 100 years ago. You would, if you you all of a sudden thought that a group, say 300 years ago, right? If you all of a sudden found out that black people have the ability to... um, build buildings way better than white people but you didn't think that was the right thing to do at the time then you're you're hurting history by um by suppressing it right way better analogy in that like cars that get really really good miles per gallon if you discover like an engine with whatever percent fuel like efficiency then the government will just like auto patent that shit and like Maybe kill it. I don't know. Yeah, no, they have, like, they've bro, killed it for sure. Yeah. Like, and like, shit, they don't let that, like, in, and that's like the true, like, this is the better way to make cars, like, the true fact, and they don't teach that because of, I don't know what the conflict of interest is, the gasoline it'd, it'd be, industry. Exactly, no, that, that's happened too. There, there, there's examples of that. Don't happening. forget Big Stagecoach. They're still hoping to make uh, a comeback. <laughs> They're going to make a comeback. It's, it's almost <laughs> happening right now with electric cars. And like, they, like, the, the negative effects of using electric cars aren't even really studied or thought of because you the uh, I mean, I global f- warming is such a push even though global warming has very little hard evidence that it's real or that it's even like 
human affected. We can't be saying that is not a great matter approved take on that either. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely global There's warming. But any evidence of global warming is... <laughs> All right, but anyway, no, that's, no, that's no, a no, great topic. We, a great that's, topic. A, that's a three-parter. So my, my point is that you don't think there's... Okay, I'll throw this out. You don't think there's a lot of conflict of interest with global warming? And oh, There's sure. actually very little hard evidence that Who it's man-made. Look at look at a look at a volcano eruption. Look at um, look up the cycles throughout history. We've gone hot and cold throughout algae, our. Dude. The, Maybe if you could what? show a cave painting of like a caveman <laughs> like, like lighting Krakatoa on fire, I'd be like, okay, we've done this in the past. But up and no, like, like, up and there's we, actually a lot of there's a lot of um, there's a lot of push for it because it fits a narrative. There's not a ton of hard evidence that it's how many times they've pushed the goalpost with global warming saying that you'll see these effects in 10 years 20 years we've come to the 20 year mark the 30 year mark and we don't see those effects well, not you US. actually <laughs> just said a word that this is how i want to wrap the whole thing up i guess if i was like if you're looking for a conflict of interest anytime you see when here's what i've found about the real world there isn't really like a narrative so anytime science starts to stitch together in a sort of narrative you should be like, all right, this is some person. Yeah, this is a person talking to me, telling me a story. That's a good point. It could, like, and it could be a good story. It could be a story that's come down from history, and maybe I need to listen to it. But acknowledge that it is coming it, from. But acknowledge that this a, is a person, a very specific lens. human being. Yes. I don't be clear too. Like, I'm not saying that I don't believe in global warming. I'm using it as an example of saying that there's, also, yeah. there's sides of there's people on both sides of it, and there's not actually a lot of good hard evidence on either side because there's a lot of narrative pushing on both sides. That's what the global warming... And I'm, and I'm saying that, like, if you... don't want the global warming. But in sure, a world but of... Sure, also, like, if you have yeah. hard proof that it exists or that it doesn't exist, it should, it should be said. Like, science, like, it's, like, yeah. science shouldn't be about whether or not you're uh, going to hurt even people. Like, science is about fact. So go around and just say... It hasn't been proven that cigarettes are unhealthy for you yet, and then people just kept smoking and kept smoking and fucking getting cancer and shit. And that's all they would do. They wouldn't say cigarettes are good for you. They wouldn't say. Yeah, they did. Doctors. Yeah, they did. Doctor, doctor, they had commercials with doctors. Doctors were subscribing to cigarettes. Yep. Yeah. They were like but downhill slang. Even today. Through influencer marketing, like they use doctors to subscribe to cigarettes to get people to buy it. Yeah, there's like, a short. They to like, like convince you to buy it. You never have to manipulate the whole population. You guys just get a small number. They use the angle of health. We have like this quick access panel that you have to influence like 1% of the people to move the whole population in reality. Like that's always been the case. Yeah. And now, I mean, then there's like a quick access panel to the quick access panel now where some person sitting in fucking Albany, New York can like fuck with your head and like that, you know, like, but the good news is it's the same bullshit. Like, and even when you look at a big study, there's a guy behind it and like, you can see the little fucking pea brain in there fucking around yeah. and like, we just need to put things in their proper place. And like, I think the generation is doing an amazing job. What they call quiet quitting, all that shit, like. Yeah, at work, maybe fucking look around and not because someone's like, been there 20 years. You know, maybe like, Ed's a fucking idiot. I've worked in the... While Ed is a fucking idiot, dude. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. It's like, and it's better that he's being replaced. And if you have an idea, maybe we should listen to what you have to say. I, just love, I think I just love an example of conflict of interest. Like, there's, like, all these um, fucking gurus on the internet that, like, teach you how to make money or some shit like that. Yep. But... The things that they're selling you is like trying to make money off of you at the same, right. at the same time. But hold on, hold on. Yeah. And uh, it's just interesting. Like, you have to have, like, Joel's like saying, you have to have the, you, like, it's all the same bullshit. You have to have the lens to peep. Like, you can almost learn from what they're selling you. Yeah. 
it's like, you can look, like, like you can maybe maybe take this content, but like, like what you could really learn is like the tactics that they're trying to use, the spell they're trying to put put on you in the process. It's of, uh, of a, a, a great example of that is um this, like stock gurus, because um, there's a lot of people that push like penny stocks and they push like small um like very like. Um, cheap stocks on YouTube, and one of the reasons that it "quote unquote" works is because they'll they mm. have a, they say they have two million followers, right? right? They get two million views on each on their upload. Yeah. So they themselves will buy it when it's dirt dirt cheap, right? And then they're to, you know fifty percent of their two million followers, they each spend you know anywhere from ten to a thousand dollars on it. That stock then does go up, and people that got in on it early do actually benefit because that following boosted enough that it gained some traction. But that person who's pushing that is only really in it so that they can get it low and sell it high. That's an actual, um, I know a guy who makes a lot of money in the stock market and he, uh, he looks at them like like frowns upon them because he has, he has a stock teaching class that is a little more, uh, science, if you want to call it based, it's not as gimmicky. And he, kind of shed the light on to at least over to me that like that's what a lot of these youtube stock gurus are doing where they're artificially pumping their a stock based off their own viewer count right so like you're saying where like in a lot of times it's with like body, like people that do workout videos too or yeah. you know, start your own business in 30 days type stuff yeah it's very much it's very gimmicky but it looks legit but the, their interest isn't about making you better it's about Making yeah, their own money. business, their own their own yeah. class sell more. Right. Yeah. It's and like I, they're fronting this. It's just funny because you brought I'm empathy. Like they're like fronting this empathy. Like I want to give back. I want to help the less yeah. fortunate. Like empathy, empathy, you I care about me. You. Me this Here's a question that you always know? has but helped it's like, me. So evil. At the end of the day, when you meet your my, fucking my maker, opinion. what are you gonna be wearing, and what are you gonna have with you, and who's gonna be with you? No one, nothing. Nothing and nothing. That like, so yeah. fuck it. Like, I mean, like, you better look elsewhere what you want to take out of this fucking world, dude. Because I can tell you, when people leave it, dude, like, they don't leave with anything. You know what I mean? So, like, you can kind of rule those things out, really, as, like, a place to... I don't know if we're if this is a, if this world is a will to power. If it is a thing... If it is a game to be played, then those are not the fucking answers to it. Yeah, I don't know. and my, my answer to your question, then, is the people that you can trust and think that they don't have a conflict of interest, and I will say it is a leap of faith to a degree, is the people who, no matter who's paying them, if they don't fuck with them, they're out. If they, if yeah. they stick to their morals and, in my opinion, are kind of using that radical empathy, like, what's best for this yeah. planet because right, that's right. all that really matters yeah, I mean, at the you're, end of you're the day. If you want your... your kids to live on this planet if you don't want it to and be destroyed you... if you want to be healthy like that's how you got to know so you got to look at the person and know in your heart that they are going to stick by that no matter what and that's the only way you can ever be sure there's not going to be a conflict and never take anything from anyone and just understand that nobody has anything to give you just like you have nothing to give them you only have this experience to share with them and anyone who says anything different is full of shit yeah and that's why i think on a systemic we- level when we look at solutions it is just about oh maybe we should care about the other the people on the other side of the planet even though i'm never going to get to talk to them or the other creatures yeah, on and this maybe planet. when you walk into and a room if climate change is caused by humans or not it's coming you know what i mean and so there so then it becomes you can argue that. when are we going to make solutions for this 
When are we going to stop right. with the are, conflicts? I mean, are our kids going to be glad we have a 401k if they're fucking no. dead in the street? I don't think they're going to care. You know what I mean? Like, I, I agree Dude, with that. I, I mean, and I don't see anyone else. Rem- I mean, I'm not, I shouldn't rip on my generation. We're, we have, we're busy. <laughs> we got shit going on. But I don't see too many people giving a fuck. We're like, we're not going to save you guys. I'm sorry. We're trying. Some of us are. But I feel like my generation, we got to say, I mean, we didn't do the best job. I mean, it's, what we're sorry. What generation is giving a fuck? I Come mean, the give, Zoomers give a fuck about shot, Dude, I think the Zoomers are giving a fuck. I would say the Zoomers give an empty fuck. I would say the Zoomers give an empty fuck. Yeah, they give an empty fuck. I think it's very social media. It's a long process. It's a very black square give a fuck. It's very, what's the least I can do to show that I give a fuck without actually doing anything? Yes. I'm glad our leaders don't like... There's two sides, bro. They're both advancing. We have people like us. Let's not have two conversations. Let's not have two conversations. Dude, I could like fix the world, bro. Automate. All right, what time is it? We can call it. What is it? Yeah, you can end it on that comment right 10.05, baby. Perfect. Perfect. They're also getting...